The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals being interviewed and do not necessarily represent those of the Greater Winter Haven Chamber of Commerce. You're listening to It's Happening in the Haven. I'm your host, Brianna Price. Each episode, I get the privilege to speak to the amazing people taking Winter Haven and its surrounding Central Florida area to the next level. We're future-focused, celebrating our entrepreneurial history and leveraging it for our bright future ahead. This podcast is made possible through the generous support of our sponsors who believe in advancing commerce and community here in Winter Haven. The Low Payment Kings of the Mahalik Auto Group are very proud and excited to be sponsoring another season of the Winter Haven Chamber Podcast. Hi, it's Ralph Mahalik Jr., the Low Payment King. I just want to remind everybody that uh, the Low Payment Kings are four stores here in Polk County, Alfa Romeo Fiat of Winter Haven, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Winter Haven, Lake Wales Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, and Poser Park Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat. And we look forward to serving you and saving you more here in 2023. We have 1,700 vehicles in stock and incoming, so we can get you satisfied today or in the near future. We're very proud of our five-star team and all the clients that we've satisfied in 2022 and over the last 57 years with the Lopin McKings Mahalik Auto Group. We look forward to satisfying you soon, too, in all departments. New and used vehicle sales, service, parts, maintenance, recalls, body shop, collision center, and a whole lot more. We're proud of all the community work we do with various charities and community events throughout Polk County. And the Low Payment Kings are very proud to be part of the fastest growing county in the state of Florida. That's Polk County. When you have time, please like us on all our social media pages and check out lowpaymentkings.com where you can get pre-approved for your car, truck, van, or SUV, schedule a service appointment, look at our career opportunities at all of our stores, and even get pre-approved for your loan or lease. Again, visit lowpaymentkings.com. Call us toll-free. On today's episode, we speak with Chris and Amy, owners of Destroyer Media. Chris and Amy share about their journey to Winter Haven and all the ways they're collaborating to make Winter Haven the best place to play, stay, work, and live. Chris, Amy, welcome to the podcast. We're here. Hi. Thanks Good for to be here. Us. Thanks for having us out. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we kind of already got started a little bit. So I, um, you know, it's really fun to kind of give the listeners a chance to get to know you guys in case they don't, which they probably do at this point. Um, but if you guys wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about yourselves and how you came to Winter Haven. Sure. Amy. I'm I'm Amy, <laughs> and this is my husband Chris, and we have been married for 29 and a half years. What? <laughs> Yay! Congrats. We're only and he 40 years old. Always though. tells that joke. <laughs> and, I love it. Um, we started dating when I was 17, and he was 19. And now look at us. You guys are awesome. A match and, made in heaven. Yeah. It is getting warm in here. I'm telling you, it doesn't take long. Yeah, if I could it. get some uh, a round of applause after every time I speak, though. Every good. time no, we want kidding. an applause. At, uh, at, yes. yes. No, but seriously. So, you you would be better at telling how and why we are in Winter Haven. 
So um, in my, I started a career in publishing uh, media around, I guess, 30 years ago. It's mm-hmm. been it's been a while. Wow. Uh, working for a small weekly paper in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, um, wow. So after kind of rising to the top that Dayton had offered within the position I was at, had an opportunity to go to San Antonio and continue the career as the same thing, alternative weekly. And I ended up becoming the publisher of the San Antonio Current, which is a weekly paper in San Antonio. Okay. And started doing a lot of events and doing some more innovative things as the publishing um, world changed. Uh, Being in the weekly paper, which is an oxymoron to say that it was the young paper now, I guess. (laughs) But younger people read us, early adapters. So we were first into digital, did a lot of uh, beer festivals, a a lot more innovative things back then. With that success of San Antonio, I was asked to go run the property in Detroit. So I became publisher of Detroit, uh, paper up there. And after a long turnaround, I moved to Detroit in 2008. And if anyone in media or stock market in life, 2008 (laughs) is when the sky fell and everyone Mm. was exiting Detroit. And I was the one going, hey, wait a minute, uh, Mm -hmm. as we landed there. Uh, we love Detroit, and I still love Detroit, and there's just a great energy, vibe, and collaboration and culture of mm-hmm. creativity, connectivity, and kind of grassroots, local. I have never been to Detroit. Great city. So it's it has cool. all the the ingenuity of San Francisco and Austin, but the grit of Chicago and another I city. I could see that. But it's, so it's very collaborative, and these people have seen hard times, and it's blue-collar, hardworking, um, just good people mm. doing good stuff. Very creative. Cool. Very creative market. So after years of going in there to kind of fix Detroit as the sky was falling, mm-hmm. it took me a long time. We got there and uh, tried to buy Detroit as a publication, and uh, the deal that I had fell through at the end, and they sell to a larger group. And mm-hmm. Continued my career um, for a few years, kind of overseeing Charlotte, Kansas City, Cincinnati uh, weekly papers. Oh, wow. St- had an office or spent a lot of time in Nashville consulted in D.C. and Atlanta, but still lived in Detroit. So I was, on an, air, I was on an airplane for two years. Wow. Um, literally home once a month, maybe, spending really? a week in each one of these cities. And I finally said, I don't want to do it anymore. Super cool at first. I was like, dude, I'm flying. Yeah. Anywhere. Then it just sucks. Then it's just like a hotel room prison. It wears and off. Yeah. It's like you can, it, you're can. you eating bad. Your sleep is, I don't sleep well when I travel. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't, it wasn't fun after and- a while. And I miss my wife. And, <laughs> and uh, he misses his miss wife. wife. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A laugh track right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so after that, we started to look for an opportunity like, look, if we're going to move and we're going to do this, what's the next chapter? And we w- I wanted to own or have something that we could. I've been doing this job for other people for a long time and helping them turn around properties mm-hmm. or things that weren't broken. Misfit Island, I'd fly in and fix it and then right. they'd send me to the next. Hmm. So, um, not that Polk's Misfit Island. That's hey, not that's what I'm okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we were looking for an opportunity to kind of fix and own, and yeah. we came to Polk. To own it, yeah. We came yeah. to Polk yeah. because of the Lake Wales News and the Polk County Democrat. No kidding. Yes. So they were struggling, and they were looking for someone to be a little bit innovative. I think I, uh, I'm surprised they chose me to a certain extent. Uh, just. I was coming from Detroit and a whole nother type yeah, thing, yeah. but had an opportunity to get equity and own and grow. And, and you know, we had a, a deal that I'd buy them out okay. after a couple years or come do my thing. Mm-hmm. Long story short, the deal evolved a little bit and um, I had launched Haven, LKLD, uh, 
some a digital package. All these things we launched. We split the company after mm-hmm. a couple of years, and I took all the magazines and things I created, and they kept the papers, which okay. is now the Winter Haven Sun. So right. kind of put that together as mm-hmm. as a as a property back then. Boy, when was I'm that? When was that, Chris Haven and LKLD and about, all that? So it's about six and a half, seven years ago. Okay, are you really? Yeah, that we started Winter wow. Haven Sun and okay. kind of well, did that, and I then moved, I moved here in 2016, in July of 2016, and you had already started. He had so, moved down ahead of me, and mm. you started the paper, I believe. Yeah, I was magazine. living in Lakeland. Okay, <laughs> we won't tell anyone. Well, except uh, everybody who's well, listening. <laughs> so that's a, an interesting part of our story, too. We almost moved to Lakeland, did everything we're doing here, there. Yeah. But we saw opportunity in Winter Haven and decided to make this our home versus mm-hmm. there. But through that process, we separated the company and Haven was started, Lakeland was started. And uh, we, you know, I guess Destroyer Media was born as we separated. Yeah. And uh, Destroyer itself has been a company for about four years now, I guess. Wow. Three and a half years? No, because you the pandemic has you all. I, oh, it's pandemic. Been, it's been it's a, while, a little though. bit of a blur. We um Destroyer's been around for a little while, huh? Since twenty eighteen. Five I years. Guess. Still wow. so long. So um that's because I think I'm forty still. That's mm. part of the problem. You too. know what? It's a struggle. I hear you. So that was the story that got us here. Kind of mm-hmm. a, a career that went a little bit all over the place around the country and want an opportunity to kind of own and run a company the way that we wanted to do it mm-hmm. and, and make meaningful uh, change in a community. I've always been engaged. We've always been part of the greater good and what's happening in right. a community. And here we feel like we can do that with purpose. Uh, if, if we wanted to just make money, we'd be in real estate or something yeah. else. So we want to earn a living, but we also want to kind of tell our story, be involved I'm on the chamber board, the main yep. street. We're yep. involved as much organizations mm-hmm. as we can be. We started a farmer's market, <clears throat> the Winter Haven Farmer's mm-hmm. Market. We do a lot of events. Um, we do a lot of things that are free. Our publications are mm-hmm. free. But yeah. marketing, advertising, and support of the community helps us grow. Yeah. Um, and, you know, knock on wood, it's worked so far. Yeah. But we kind of came here serendipitously a little bit. Her brother lives in Winter Garden. Mm-hmm. So the, geographically, we're kind of looking at Tampa and Orlando. Right, yeah. Tampa's, you know, St. Pete's a hot city to look at. That could have definitely been the landing spot. Yeah, so Polk County, just with the opportunity of the Lake Wales News, ironically. Look at that, yeah, which is kind of thought? interesting, yeah. Yeah, didn't see that coming. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't see yeah. that coming either. And I, I vaguely remember you telling your story and hearing about kind of how you've traveled a lot of different places. So ending up here is definitely interesting and awesome. Uh, and it's a great place. There's yeah. room to really make a difference and I, be involved and engaged. Mm-hmm. Not that you can't do it in other cities, but um, I don't know. It, it feels very like we're supposed to be here. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that how many times like a week a day do does something happen and we look at each other and go we're supposed to be here right we're now. where yeah. we're supposed to be like things just fall into it doesn't place that feel like, good yeah you know you're just like wow this is how it was supposed to happen uh, we're yeah. Supposed to, yeah and you, you know keeping faith keeping the universe being mindful of that it's yeah. it's for real for sure yeah well since we're talking about destroyer media mm-hmm. i don't know if you guys want to share a little bit about what that is because i'm sure a lot of people just think haven magazine and lkld but mm-hmm. i know you guys do a little bit more than that so i don't know if you want to share a little bit about that too mm-hmm. you want me to the destroyer i just gave a long speech i can keep <laughs> going. i can do this all day you can go all day yeah well i guess what was the first thing destroyer did we, we do Haven Magazine and LKLD for the Lakeland side of Polk. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe the first thing Destroyer did separately w- 
was events. Well, Destroyer is the umbrella yeah. that all yeah. this is under. Yeah. So Haven and LKLD. Yeah. Then we started doing events mm-hmm. yep. under that kind of moniker. Uh, we also own Central Florida Ticks, the yes. ticketing platform. Which we use every year use. for Taste Thank of Winter so Haven, much. which is Thanks. bomb.com. It makes yeah. our lives so easy. Sold out this so year. It's use. sold out. Yeah. And we checked in. I don't know if y'all are going to believe this, but I think it was 6.30. It Doors open at 6.00. It's like 6.30, 6.45, and we had checked in like 300 people. Holy it was moly. crazy. It was crazy. And it was it, so easy. It, yeah. super, so that's one of the reasons we do it. It plays to the core of our business. People market their events with us. It's yeah. a natural progression. Mm-hmm. And then we can do a lot of marketing to help them even further right. as they use the platform. Yeah. But uh, So we do that, the events, ticketing. We do a full digital service You know, from geotargeting, geofencing, destroyers, kind of our the digital agency mm-hmm. business, uh, design, publishing that we do. We do um, the Winter Haven Farmers Market across that's, from yep. Grove. Roos. That's a big mm-hmm. event. And I have I have a question about that too because mm. that's a that's a biggie. Do you yeah. guys do social media management or anything like that? Yeah, quite a bit. Cool. Yeah, so that's awesome. Outside of our own accounts, we you know we probably do about twenty plus sites that we. Work that's with. awesome. Yeah. Well, I wanted to mention that just because I know some people might think that you know you guys only do magazines, but that's not true. You guys obviously do more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something to highlight for sure. But um, I wanted to talk about kind of your presence in downtown. So you guys obviously just moved to a new office kind of recently. Was that the end of last year, right? It was in April. Yeah. This year. Was it this year? April no, of last April year. Of Wait, 22. what year am I? I don't know what year it is. 2019? No, oh. it was April of 22. Okay. Yeah. And then the one, the office that you're in right now, is yeah. that's, that's when? Okay. Yes. So do you guys feel like that's kind of important for you to be located in downtown because the office you were at before was technically downtown too. It was, but um, it's a little bit different. Access was like a little bit different. It was I very like. different. Yeah. yeah, it was in yeah. a medical building, and mm-hmm. it felt like it wasn't really us. Yeah. So how does it feel being in, in the new space? Well, we live downtown, right? So we walk to work, which is maybe three blocks away. Super cool. Love it. <laughs> so cool. And um, I love it. It's a big open space, so we can really be ourselves. I would say our staff is very um, unique and interesting. They're all... It's creative space. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we did the ribbon cutting, I felt like it was perfect for you guys. I mean, the cool garage opening and then the open space and all of that stuff. Thanks. We we agree. I think originally we wanted that office as we you know, took over and Mm -hmm. Destroyer started. Mm -hmm. But from available space or what was there, we needed it built out. And we didn't want to be in, you know, Central and Third. That's great retail space. We're not a smart. Yeah. We're kind of off the side. I get that. Yeah, like people aren't coming up to buy anything. Right. I mean, they're not going to necessarily waltz into your office for a random And the area around us is going to be developed uh, in a very uh, pedestrian-friendly that's kind of true. businesses and groups. So we'll mm-hmm. be able to not only do the events we do, but we'll be able to do some programming events and open our garage door and do a lot right there. Oh, that's as cool. As part of events and kind of, yeah, and I want to say street party people. type stuff for a better word. Are we getting oh, yeah. the scoop? Are, are there things happening that maybe you're... Oh, so many. I love there's, it. There's a lot of scoops there, but I don't know the how many scoops I can Hey, say. that's okay. If you want to share, great. If you don't, no biggie. Well, I but do that's know fun. that that area is going to be, you know, the idea is kind yeah. of restaurants, pedestrian. Mm-hmm. It's closed off. Our parking mm-hmm. lot will literally be closed off and and be more of a pedestrian walkway yeah. with lots of little things to do. And well, eat. and you know, um, it's Rain Dance, right? Because you guys are in Rain Garden. Correct. I get them confused. But Rain Dance is going to be, 
I mean, I think they're opening very soon. I, I think, think they're, they're moving in. Now. People are moving in now, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there are going to be a lot more people <clears throat> in downtown. So, it's cool that, I mean, you guys are walking to work, and then there's going to be a whole lot of people who are going to be walking downtown. And obviously, walkability is a really important thing mm-hmm. and something we obviously want to, you know, encourage in downtown Winter Haven as we continue to grow. So, it's really cool that you guys are located in downtown, and I feel like it kind of fits your vibe if you would say. Yeah, very much so. So that's pretty cool too. (laughs) But, you know, since we're talking about downtown, I did want to talk about how, you know, you guys have really been able to collaborate with the community to develop the farmer's market, the Winter Haven farmer's market. And I thought that was really cool because we didn't really have a farmer's market before. Like we've Mm -hmm. always had events in downtown, but they're Mm -hmm. not, I don't know, there's something different about a farmer's market, in my opinion. So could you tell us a little bit about how that kind of came to be? Why a farmer's market, you know? Yeah. Well, when we were living in Michigan, we had a a market one day a week, Mm -hmm. and we could go there and get pasta, cheese, meat, vegetables, flowers, everything for the week. It wasn't a big market. No, Mm -hmm. it wasn't. It was small, but it had everything. It was not quantity it was quality yeah which i think is important especially mm-hmm. in this hot florida sun go in 100 stuff mm-hmm. and leave and so when we moved here i thought there's going to be a ton of farmers markets because it's always warm down here and people are probably that's always true i didn't think about it like that agriculture too is big in polk right? yeah and citrus blueberries and uh-huh. other stuff at least our perception coming so in. so you is. would think yeah so um we went to the link lakeland one a few times and it and it's great but it's just so long and you're like sweating by the yeah the, for sure and they do a good job they do there. a yeah, great yeah. job yeah but we were like we need something smaller and of course closer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, we, I remember we talked about it with a lot of people like, you guys need a farmer's market down here. Yeah. And nobody was. Nobody was biting biting. on that. Yeah. So we were like, I guess we're going to have to do this. At one point, I think I talked to even um, someone that has a brewery in town. I don't want to put Joe (laughs) in the spot, but he felt the same way. But parking and space at the time, it just wasn't like. He's like, I can't, you know, yeah. his parking lot wasn't big enough to take on a farmer's market and business. Yeah. So we were, you know, um, we were trying to figure out, well, we got to figure this out, figure this out. Eventually, 610 bought that building and lot across the street. And right. I went ahead and approached them even before it. Uh, but there was interest and we were able to kind of negotiate like a, you know. We a, leased the parking lot. One we leased week. the lot from them from, from next to nothing, if not nothing. Wow. Um, but, you know, we are going to insure it. We're going to take care of it and yeah. kind of show them the idea that, of what we want to do, a consistent mm-hmm. weekly kind of food-focused market. Mm-hmm. Um, and 610 feels right. Like they feel like the, that would be a – that, that makes sense to me. their mission. Yeah. They want downtown and they yeah. want those kind of amenities. Right. Um, it actually started with Wolf Properties at first. Yeah, uh, that's With Jeff and his group. They were oh, yeah. very accommodating to us uh, probably for the first six months roughly mm-hmm. and then things changed over, something okay. like that. So we got started um, and, you know, careful what you wish for. You might end up with a farmer's market. And you sure did. You sure (laughs) ended up with the farmer's market. We're grateful for that. So how has it been getting vendors and stuff like that? Is there a process that you guys have in place to, you know, have certain vendors there? We do. Well, in the beginning, we were trying to curate it and get one of everybody that we liked. Um, So we were kind of seeking them out. Now um, we do take applications and they're online on our website. And then um, just to keep it more food focused, we... um, have 
more food vendors and we like to have one of each you know we're not going to okay. have three people selling pasta because that they wouldn't won't make any sense well. yeah. yeah so we have to kind of keep it um curated like okay. that but that's why i ask because you know you kind of have to have a little bit of that element yeah. it can't just be there's anybody be comes and we yeah. limit the number of makers and crafters that come okay. in and we love makers we do a bandit market which one of our events yeah that we do yeah that really curates makers but some of the markets that we were going to prior to us launching were more mm -hmm. um, crafty or uh, um, they tend to be that way like flea marketing yeah. and I yeah. love a good flea market nothing I, wrong know, with that nothing wrong with that but we were looking for something a little more food focused okay and just consistent so that you know you could go every week and there's a sense of community with mm -hmm. that yeah. that comes from that weekly farmers market mm -hmm. and that's what we really missed yeah the food we can you know Aldi and Publix has everything you ever wanted mm, that's true but there's right. a sense of community local um, authenticity yeah. and crafted just it's and a supporting special. those smaller businesses yeah. is cool yeah. and I'm pretty sure when I had Benjamin on the podcast with Honeycomb he said that he started at the farmer's market like in Winter Haven that's kind of how he, did. he broke into the Winter Haven scene is what I understand it as yeah we kind of drug him over we here. Did. I don't know if he. Wants I'm not to. mad about it. <laughs> so we before the, for a while, I, we told Benjamin we're starting a farmers market. Like we need a bread maker. We need someone doing this. And and he you know, had a brick and mortar in Lakeland, so yeah. he really didn't have to do anything. For sure, but he we like, needed somebody. Okay, guys, and you know he, his hands were full. Like yeah. I, I get it, but we talked him into so every week. We physically cornered him. We, it we needed to be done. <laughs> Sacrifices had but to be we, made. We said, store yes. your tent, your signs and tables and everything in our garage. We'll yep. take it every week and set it up. <laughs> and then did. just drive someone over with bread. And you call know, it and a they day. Can, they can do it. And so for the first year, we set up all of Honeycomb that stuff. That is amazing. I didn't know that. <laughs> we were very committed to having him here. Yes. And, yeah. uh, it we're worked. like, we'll do anything you want. Mm -hmm. I think it went so well. I think even he was surprised. And that's kind of yeah. the you know silver lining. This is a good way to kind of hone your craft or right. start your business and then yeah. you can grow into brick and mortar. We've had a number of Victor and Micah's bakery. That is the best part market. of the market is to see that is all really of those. cool. Haven Coffee Honeycomb. started with a table and yeah. a tent. I think they had other things going on, but before they opened a store they were with Isn't us. Isn't that cool yeah. though? I mean that I think that was why me and Benjamin probably were talking about it because we were talking about his story of mm -hmm. how he came to Winter Haven and how he got started. And when he talked about the farmers market, I was like, Well dang, that's right. really cool. You know, you mm -hmm. start at, you think a little farmer's market, but mm -hmm. then you kind of get your feet wet and you go from there, yeah. you know? So that's kind yeah. of a cool story. But I also didn't realize that you guys were doing all that work to get him to It's a lot well. of work. So that's we get cool. up every morning at, you know, 6.30 yeah. in the morning, go set up, lay it out. And we try to be a little bit more professional in the way we do it and run it. So from tables and chairs for people to see and, and just having things set up in a, yeah. in a way that's that's inviting is, is very important. Yeah. So there's there's actually math and reason the way we set I'm, up that yeah. not happenstance around the lot. It's it's a very thought about even the width between the tents and the aisle way. Yeah. We, we think about that. Yeah. So. Well, you can tell it's, it's intentional. It's obviously not just like a thrown together farmer's right. market. Um, and people really enjoy that, you know, and having it every Saturday, nobody's ever going to be like, hey, I wonder when the Winter Haven Farmer's Market is. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wonder. We have a team, a team person help us. Lindsay now helps us with the market like yeah. every other week. That's what I would we, think. You might need We've done it every help. week forever. Yeah. And then, uh, so our week's off, we wake up and we go to the farmer's market. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so, surprised. But yeah. That's we, cool. It's a labor of love. For sure. Yeah. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. 
We'd like to welcome and thank Advent Health for sponsoring season six of our podcast. Hi, my name is Dr. Olamide Oshikoya, and I'm here to tell you about the partnership between Advent Health and Rothman Orthopedics that is revolutionizing how care is delivered to patients in Central Florida. As a shoulder and elbow orthopedic surgeon for Rothman Orthopedics, I offer specialized tailored care to treat conditions such as arthritis, tendon disorders, bone loss, fractures, and instability. My team and I at Rothman Orthopedics have partnered with Advent Health to provide innovative expert care for joint treatment and sports medicine intervention. Our offered care is tailored to meet each patient's health goals. Next day appointments are available. Please call 844-407-4070 or visit us at transformingortho.com. Well, you guys take pictures there. I can't not do that. (laughs) Yeah, you got to document it, obviously. (laughs) You guys are doing a great job with that. Um, And something else, um, you guys just seem like the poster children for downtown and I personally love that but one of the other things is this the slow roll and ski show yeah um which I know you guys just had one recently mm-hmm. I think and you guys did the trail town designation I saw there were shirts and all that jazz which looked really fun yeah the mayor was there <gasps> so official yeah. we love Very that official. there were yeah. city people there and um, people from Tallahassee came down all to celebrate <gasps> no the um trail town well that's kind of a big deal that I think I read that there's only 13 yeah. places with that designation. In the state, yeah. yeah so, so it's a it's big pretty deal. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Andy with the city and his team kind of, mm-hmm. maybe Andy is the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but put some thing, approached us about, hey, let's uh, let's kind of make a little trail town mm-hmm. theme with this one. We were happy to do it. It's a so. great idea. Yeah. Well, I know you guys obviously collaborate with the Cypress Gardens water ski team mm-hmm. and the bike shop. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else who you guys collaborate for that specific event or is it just those two? I wasn't sure. It's just those two. I think those, so, I mean, right? Those are the, the, the official. Main ones. We, yes. we make Grove Roots each right? run. Oh, yeah. so you could argue that, too. Tables. Yeah. They're, they're, Absolutely. They're good. He does. He puts little signs on the table. Yeah. They put up with us. And, and so how did, how did that idea come about? Because that hasn't always been a thing. When did that start? So that started because in Detroit, they have a very large slow roll, and they call it the slow okay. roll. Okay. It's like a few thousand people. No kidding. And it's a longer through the streets of downtown. Mm -hmm. Um, When I came down here, I was like, it's so cool. We should do it. And actually, he's the one that said, we have to incorporate that ski show in because it's so... So kitschy. We were so taken by this thing for free in downtown. Yeah. Love with it. their cute little like they have sequin tutus I and they're like that's what something is you this? take for granted when you've lived here forever. You're like, yeah, it's just the ski team, but no. it's so cool. It's so yeah. like what it makes me think of what old Florida was. Yeah, um, it's very unique. Yeah, cities are like building canals, re, you know, fountains. They're trying to redevelop downtown or mm-hmm. have an identity. We have an authentic identity for this town that is so Florida and mm-hmm. so rich in history 100%. and so interesting. Yeah, uh, I think that most people overlook how I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's really a special thing. The right. first time we, we love I, the ski show. Yeah, the first time I learned about the Cypress Garden Ski Team, I was infatuated, and yeah. so I've since used them as models in a best of issue. Um, we uh, Dave Dersheimer and I have become. Love Very him. close friends. Dersh. Love yes. him. Yeah. The Dersh. Shout out to Dersh. We love um, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's his vibe too. Yeah. We yeah. Like it. Um, 
yeah, they've been, they're a muse, I would say. A muse For sure. For yeah. the whole community. Yeah, I would say so. So anyway, so back to slow roll. So he said, we've got to incorporate that. So mm-hmm. that's where the slow roll and ski show is. So we would slow roll through town, stop for the ski show. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you can stay and watch the entire show or you don't have to watch the show right. or whatever. And as a group, most of us stay for a long period of time. And mm-hmm. then we um, roll back as a group to Grove Roots. and Which is really cool. Joe has tables reserved for us. And so then every time we're sitting at a table of people that we've never met before. That's cool. Every single time. And it's fun. How many people do you guys usually, I mean, is there like an average of how many people come out for that? There's not. It's always crazy. Always different. Pre-pandemic, we would peak at around 100, which Mm -hmm. is a a lot. uh, Seriously? And then, you know, then it it started to slow. Yeah. We probably averaged 20 to 40. Yeah. Uh, Well, this last Saturday we had. Closer to 100 again. Yeah. 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 Which felt probably, well, I don't know if it had anything to do with the trail designation thing. I think it did. There there was a little more um, oomph. To it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Well, when the mayor shows up, that makes it official. Well, and you know, it's funny that you mentioned when we were talking about the farmers market. You talked about the weather, like, uh, duh, like you guys have the weather to be doing this all the time. Why is this not a thing? I feel like that's the same for the the slow roll. Like, mm-hmm. there's almost every day is sunny and mm-hmm. beautiful, and so hop on your bike and ha- like it just makes sense. Yeah. And the fact that nobody thought about it is just it's crazy. So we do those quarterly. We don't want to go crazy with it, but yeah, we yeah. might even do it more as we move ahead. But so that's every few months. Next yeah. one's in April. Okay. April third Saturday in April. Is 17th? it? Yes, April, correct. Yeah. And so and that sounds right. The bike shop is actually doing a new thing where if you don't have a bike, you can rent one. I heard about that. So I was with um this morning actually. I was with Megan and she yeah. mentioned that and I was like, "What? That's crazy." Yeah. They have bike rentals now, but any day. Like if you want to yeah. bike yeah. around town, you can go rent bikes there. They're nice they're bikes too. They're super nice. Townies. Yeah. yeah they're, they're cute, they're nice, and they're brand new right now, so. Mm-hmm. For sure, might as well do it. So, um Chris, you mentioned this before, um that you sit on our board and that you board. are our board <laughs> and you sit on the main street winter Haven board. So obviously you guys are very involved, you know, beyond yourselves, you guys get involved with local organizations. So I just wanted to ask you why you feel it's important to kind of make these connections with local organizations. Um, so Early on in a career, you could want to be involved with your community because you need visibility of yourself. It's almost like a resume builder. Yeah. Somewhere in your brain, um, things click. You know, I don't know what age it clicked in my brain, but I was the one that was the weather maker. I was the one that was the change maker. I was the one that was really trying to do good. Uh, And serving on those boards wasn't something you went to participate in, but went to invoke real change, communication, and connection. So as we get into a community this small, you're able to touch a lot of groups, have a larger voice, and more collaboration as we create a slow roll. And someone says, you need to talk to Dave Dersheimer as we create others. Mm-hmm. Through those connectivity, we're able to, to, to grow and do things faster. I call that kind of engagement accelerant, like being involved yeah. and part of your chamber and your community. It accelerates relationships, and it's good for business, but you can make true change. And I think we come with a unique skill set, whether from arts background or events mm-hmm. or publishing, marketing, and media, 
that we have something of value in our sweat equity of the past that we can come and, and share. Yeah, absolutely. So in, in those type settings, um, it's very satisfying to give away free, volunteer your hours, do what you can to mm-hmm. help. Um, but it, it's it's also self-serving a little bit that yeah. the connectivity and the communication right. is, is always good. But we, we have to – if you want – your world to be better and, you know, in this political climate and whatever, whatever yeah. goes on, your community matters and you can make a difference and be connected and be part. And you'd be surprised. There's, you know, from all political spectrum, everyone works together in a yeah, small town to make a better sure. community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see that happen when you're involved civically and engaged. Yeah. Um, and it's, I don't know, everyone should be. I think every town would be a little bit better. Winter you're Haven probably ha- right, yeah. Winter Haven has a lot of engagement and mm-hmm, good people, mm-hmm. so... It um, feels like a win-win for everyone, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the, the community benefits and you benefit as well. Um, and something, you actually said this at a couple, I think it was a couple retreats ago, the relationships accelerated um, when yeah. we were talking about what we want the chamber to be or what our perception of what we do is. Um, and relationships accelerated is... Definitely. Uh, I think we were working on marketing messaging yeah, for chamber. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. said that and the whole, like our team was like, well, Chris just hit the nail on the head because <laughs> it is true. But in relationships are important and that's how you get things done. You know, you can't mm-hmm. do a slow roll without relationship with mm-hmm. the bike shop and you can't have the ski show involved if you didn't have a relationship with the, the water ski team, you know, mm-hmm. it kind of all works together. You know, we do a lot of marketing and have a lot of team, but if our team and staff, we couldn't do anything without them. Destroyers, yeah. not Amy and I, it's our team. Absolutely. The events without sponsorships and people that give money to help, you know, do these promotions. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it's a million dollars, but it's a lot for someone to give some money to help support and promote yeah. for some marketing. That really matters, makes a difference. For sure. And then, you know, collaboration from Main Street and Anita and her team. Um, All the way down. Our city council has been supportive. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, the mayor, Brad, has been supportive. There's a there's a it takes a lot. And and when people kind of connect that way, we couldn't do anything without the community. We can't force ourselves in. Absolutely. We're as humble as we can be and still trying to learn and grow. But that connectivity helps. I mean, well, and that's why. Yeah. And that's why I thought of you guys for the podcast, because I just feel like you guys are very open to collaboration because it it really is the only way that things can really get done mm-hmm. and stick and make a difference. Um, and so that the fact that you guys were able to come in and realize that and bring your skill set, And like you said, like there's obviously you guys bring something very special, but there's humility in that like, Hey, I can't do this by myself though. You know, like mm-hmm. I can't just use this skill set and get everything done. I need other people to come along um, and help make it happen, you know? So that's a really cool thing. Um, but beyond events, you know, beyond being involved in local organizations, you guys obviously bring awareness to Winter Haven and everything that's here through Haven Magazine. Um, And so I wanted to ask you guys, what has it been like having the opportunity to kind of be a voice in Winter Haven through the magazine? Because I feel like you guys bring a lot of cool stories and you're able to highlight a lot of things through the magazine specifically, obviously, obviously through other things that you guys do, but the magazine is really cool because you're giving a voice to Winter Haven. And I think it makes us feel cool and young <laughs> and all of these things. So gonna, I didn't know if, yeah, I'll start on that, but I yeah. want to pass it to her just, mm-hmm. uh, so the, the, the look in the face of, of Winter Haven, we really want to be that. We want to tell the community story. Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of our DNA. Live in the moment and support local is kind of our little motto for the, mm-hmm. for the magazines. 
But Amy's the one that packages and makes that, the photos, the stories, Mm -hmm. um, you know, being an editor and trying to tell the story that it's not been told or the same things you've seen. We we try to dig a little deeper and and bring, you know, true interest, top 10 things to do, little calendar picks. Mm -hmm. We really want people to squeeze some culture in life and live as richly as they can locally. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've had friends in other cities call me and go, man, what's going on in Winter Haven? I'm like, well, it's cool, but like, you know. It's not like, you know, Miami cool yet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, they're like, well, it looks great. Yeah. And, and so we, we do love and are passionate about it. And as the city grows, we want to be there to tell the story. And I, we were award winning so many awards. I don't know if any other magazines won awards, but we compete with magazines in Miami um, to Jacksonville. It's not that's like awesome. we won the Polk County Award. Right. We won statewide awards yeah. for our, our, our coverage. And that's all Amy and her editorial team that kind of. <laughs> we do it, but she's the one yes. when you see it and you're like, wow, that's cool or that looks great. She sure. is in charge. I love doing that stuff. It's awesome. And you can tell it's it's very well done. It represents us very well. Well, thank you. I think it's important. Like, well, I'd like to say, first of all, it's easy for me because I didn't grow up here. So everything to me, I'm looking at for the first time. Yeah. So when I first drove by Andy's, I was like, that's a great sign. You got fresh eyes on that stuff. Yeah. And I can see the beauty in it. Whereas people might take that way to work and have seen it a thousand times and they're like, whatever. I really feel like the print magazine and the social media, both Instagram and Facebook, kind of go together, the com- their companion. And then to the side of that, Haven for Your Ears, our little podcast yeah, we do yeah. as, podcast a compa- blog. Yeah, <laughs> as a po- companion piece, yeah. which is really just me and um, our, my managing editor, Tara, mm-hmm. who writes the stories, and then Nate, our producer. Yes. And we're really giving a behind the scenes because we will do weird, you know, strange things happen. (laughs) So we felt like there's stories behind the stories that we should be telling. So, um, but back to Haven, when I'm doing the magazine, I want to talk about people that are doing great things and spread that word. Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking for an interesting story. Um, Social media, if I had a really great lunch at a small restaurant, I want people to see it and then go there because... I loved it, and I think you will, too. Mm-hmm. So I love spreading the word about other people's greatness yeah. and the things they're doing. Um, that gets me very excited, and so um, that's why I love doing Haven. And I love doing the covers every month. It's always You guys do a great job thing. with all that stuff, the inside um, and the outside. <laughs> well, because yeah. you wouldn't want to pick it up if it didn't have a nice cover on it. <laughs> you know, it draws you in. So the I think the magazine has been awesome and obviously a really cool representation of all the things going on here. Like you said, there are a lot of cool stories mm-hmm. and it just takes the right person hearing it and putting a pen to paper and mm-hmm. being able to highlight those things. And I think you guys have done a really, really fantastic job. Thank you. So is there anything that we missed that you guys kind of want to share mm. with the listeners or anything like that? So one of the newer events we started this year was the Friday Night Shuffle. Oh, so yeah, 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 I yeah, forgot down about the, that. Down at the shuffleboard courts yeah. at uh, the... At the Senior, senior Center. Is, <laughs> we're down with the seniors. Yeah. We're down with What's it. What's up, seniors? Mm-hmm. Um, we're here. 
But they have a shuffleboard court, and we kind of—I don't want to say we take it over, but we kind of do. Kind of do. So on Friday nights, of the second Friday of every month, we go down, and I think it's five bucks is what we charge. It's ten. I've made that mistake before. It's ten bucks. Eh, But you get uh, twelve dollars worth of entertainment. So really, the money—it's inflation. We do some. We give some money to the the court every week to the shuffleboard club. They come set up. You know, when you arrive, your sticks and uh, the cues and the pucks, cues and the. I could not correct mm-hmm. you on the that. Jimmies I have the no idea. There's, there's proper terminology there, <laughs> and my brain has frozen. But we'll have it all set up for you. We uh, partner with Fire and Union Pizza mm-hmm. to oh, do nice. some, you know, you can order a pizza there. We have them there. And, uh, and we will so deliver good. it to your lane. And we so kind of play dang. some fun music, turn it up. Mm-hmm. And it's a couple hours of shuffleboard social. Love it. Uh, it's fun. Like, it's easy to play. It's one of those things you're like, um, you know, your, your mind's eye might think, oh, but we did model off to St. Pete does a shuffle. Mm-hmm. And okay. It's really like hundreds of people go out. It's this wow. huge kind of party. Um, we're working on hopefully having, um, you know, beer provided or for okay. sale at hopefully. ours. We're not there yet. But, but be, even food. I mean, the fact you, that there's pizza, like you had me yeah. at pizza. You know? yeah. And it's fun. So if you go start your night, it's like six to eight. You can come there and, and ha- it's something different to do. Very yeah. affordable. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, the music's going it's at night you're going to meet some more people it is and it's it's dark they have lights out it's pretty fun and it's downtown it's just one more cool little wrinkle to downtown that people would drive by a million times and we were like well this is awesome and we were really enamored with it Uh and so um you know Friday Night Shuffle was born. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm sorry. I didn't write a question about that. I totally forgot about that. I'm happy you said that because that's, that's okay. fun. It's the newest in the line of Girl Scout event cookies that we, we do. We love yeah. it. Well, we only, so we use the um, Winter Haven Shuffleboard Club. That's who helps okay. with us. Right. They set it up. And so um, we do ask for our players to pay a small fee, but it all goes to the club. Um, but they only have 40 sticks right now, so only that many people can play. Gotcha. So it's really important Cues. to... Is it a cue? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, it yeah, might yeah. be yeah. a cue. So it's really important to sign up ahead of time to okay. guarantee a lane. Otherwise, if you just show up, you might not get Okay. It. So do you do that on Facebook? Where can people sign Central up for Florida that? Central Florida Oh, I should have known that. Why did I even See, ask the, that? The oh, plan goodness. all comes together. All the cogs are turning together. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny. Okay. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So if you're into, if you're listening and you're into shuffleboard, even if you're not into shuffleboard, you could totally check it out and go oh, to Central yeah. Florida Ticks and sign up. It's fun. You, you don't have try to know. it at least once. You don't have to know what you're doing. It's not that kind of With sport. the right people, it could just be fun. You, you know? do it and then you sit. Oh and my then God. you yeah. stand and do it and you sit. Like yeah. It's like, it's you like don't bowling, break a sweat. Florida bowling. But the first time we did it, um, the club mm-hmm. had, they don't play at night. And... Um, <laughs> As we they were play playing, during the day? Yeah. I guess that makes Early sense. Early So they've never yeah. been there Earlier on the a better. Friday night. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. And the city's sprinklers all came on <gasps> and hit the whole half of the oh left my half gosh, of the that's court. Amazing. And we're like, oh my God, we're all getting soaked. We ran out with trash cans and put them <laughs> over the sprinkler funny. heads. They're like, we've never been what here this story. late. Yeah. So, so you would have anyway. never known. But that doesn't little happen tidbit. anymore. You will not get sprinkled on if you show up to shovelboard. We promise. That was funny. That's awesome. That won't happen anymore. Well, is there anything else we missed? Mm. Any events? Anything going on? Anything you are wanting every listener to know about? No, I, I would just say that we're 
grateful to be here. Glad you had us on. Absolutely. And, you know, when there's a Main Street or a chamber event that's through town, a craft beer crawl or something's going on, uh, we'll be there. We'll be involved. Stop by our offices. We usually try to, you know, make make any reason to make a party Oh, Even yeah. without a reason to make a party, I know, we'll make right? a party. But we <laughs> we, we, we enjoy our community, and um, yeah, well, I guess I I I'd like to give a shout out to all of our destroyer staff. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you we go. Love we've it. got okay. First up, we've got. Oh, you're, yeah, no. I'm just gonna list them. Yeah, do it quickly. Okay. Um, there's um, Stephen. Jessica, Tara, Christine, Nicole, Ella, Nate. And us. Did you say Tara? Yeah. Yep. She I said Tara. Did I say Stephen? You said yeah. Stephen. Yeah, that's all. That's all. I covered them all. Well, you guys are a rock star team, and obviously your team wouldn't be rock stars without you guys leading them to greatness. So I know mm. it I know it does take the whole the whole village. Mm-hmm. But obviously there's gonna be people in place to have the vision to know where to go and that's you guys and so we appreciate everything you've brought to winter haven everything you've brought to the chamber obviously we have been beneficiaries of y'all's innovation and all of that good stuff Um, and so we appreciate all that you're doing for winter haven and we know this is only scratching the surface there's so much more to be um, explored and so we are thankful for all that you guys do but thank you for taking the time to be on the podcast thanks for having thank us. you go team winter haven Woo-hoo! Yeah. <laughs> hello i'm greg littleton president and ceo of citizens bank and trust we are proud to be a sponsor for season six of it's happening in the haven January is a great time for new beginnings, and for some, this might mean buying a home. So for a limited time, we are offering a fixed-rate promotion for your mortgage needs. Whether you are looking to buy or build your dream home or renovate by accessing the equity in your existing home, let us be your first step in the mortgage loan process. Our residential lenders will work with you to find just the right mortgage with local decision-making and personalized service throughout the loan process. To learn more, I invite you to stop by any of our conveniently located offices or visit us at citizens-bank.com. At Citizens Bank and Trust, we're proud to be your bank. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Promotional offer may end without notice. Loans subject to credit and underwriting approval. Appraisal, insurance, and other requirements or restrictions may apply. See lender for details. NMLS ID 528015. We'd like to thank today's podcast guests, Chris and Amy, owners of Destroyer Media. Be sure to tune in every week to It's Happening in the Haven, available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. To learn more about Winter Haven and the Chamber, visit winterhavenchamber.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We hope you've learned a little bit about our community today and even more about the people who are shaping its future. After all, No true community exists without the people who form it. Winter Haven. Some call it a haven. We call it home.